How's it going, party people? This is Edgar Otraves, and welcome to another episode of the Flow Road Podcast. Now, today on the show, my co-host will be Cousin Primo, and we're going to be doing a review of the movie Halloween Ends, directed by David Gordon Green and starring Jamie Lee Curtis, Andy Matichek, Rohan Campbell, and James Jude Courtney as The Shape. Now, if you're new to the show, make sure you head on over to our website, theflowroadpodcast.com. There, you'll find a complete catalog of all our episodes and a store and other ways to support the show. Now, if you're digging what I got going on here, I'm going to ask for a solid, please like, subscribe, and share wherever you can on social media and wherever you get these podcasts at. So just a heads up, there's going to be plenty of spoilers in this one. So if you haven't seen the movie, make sure you pause and go watch that sucker. And if you have, well, then go ahead and listen. Now, without further ado, here's the show. Here we go. Welcome to another episode of the Flow Road Podcast. I am Edgar Otra Vez. Otra Vez. And today on the show, as you heard, my co-host is Cousin Primo. What's up, Primo? What's up, brother? Primo is disappointed. Disappointed. Oh, shit. What are you, so what are you disappointed about, brother? At the subject of the matter we're talking about today. Yes. Today's so. subject, uh, subject of conversation today is Halloween ends. So yes. uh, go ahead. Let us have it, man. What can I say that I am truly, truly disappointed about this movie? I mean, I w- I'm not going to lie to you. It w- there were some, there's some jump scares. Mm-hmm. Those okay. are fun. Those are fun. Always fun. I was excited because I wanted to see the old Michael Myers, mm-hmm. which is him trying to kill Laurie Strode and killing anybody who gets in the way. And this movie did not have that. Here's uh, kind of a little background. So you and I and Rick Gavel went and went to see this movie. I really wanted to have a podcast with you, me, Rick Gavel in person but it's just not going to happen. There's just too much shit going on right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to be able to get that together. In fact, we are kind of squeezing this one in on Monday. We watched this on Sunday. Today is uh, Monday, the what? The 17th? The 17th, yes. Yeah. So we watched it yesterday, Sunday, the 16th uh, with Rick. And it's, you know, my homie Rick, man, that guy was really down. <laughs> <laughs> I, and so like, yeah, he didn't like it. Uh, maybe maybe if he sits on it and thinks about it a little bit, maybe he'll uh, he'll feel different. But I I I got to admit, man, I was confused. I still don't know how I feel about the movie, which is not a good sign, which probably means it's not a good movie. Um, mm-hmm. But like I'm trying to figure out where the fuck it was going. Sure. And, and uh, it, it's more of like an episode of Halloween than it was uh, Halloween end of the franchise kind of movie. Right. So I'm really weirded out. I was expecting something more. And so like you and I, we've, we've had this discussion with, even with the rest of the guys, we don't usually, you know, review movies that we don't like, but I think that we owe it to the Halloween franchise since we've paid so much attention to it to kind of review this movie. And Mm. I I don't know if it's a bad movie, but it's not a good movie. Um, True. And, uh, and I can't, I haven't had a chance to think about why it's a bad movie, but obviously I think part of the issue was that there is, it didn't seem like it had a way to finish it. And, and like you and I had this discussion with Rick, right? 
Right. You and I had a, a conversation after the movie. I'm going to try to be honest and you got to and, and make sure you hold me to that. I'm going to try to be honest whenever I, I maybe be like uh, referring to an idea that Rick gave us. I want us to, to, to say that, but uh, I, I do think that he maybe, maybe, uh, and, and it's cool because we're having a conversation about it afterwards. He may have colored my decision-making, but I think I, I, this, this, I think what, what I want to say is that, this may be an okay movie if it was like in the middle of the stack of movies that there were in the Halloween franchise, but it's not, it's not satisfactory for the end of the franchise. I agree. You know, this can't be the end game of Halloween. This is not enough. This is not good enough for that. Is right. it good enough for maybe you know movie three or four or four point five or some somewhere in the middle? Sure, mm-hmm. um, but it's not this. This franchise deserves a better a better finale. But so like I'm thinking we'll do this real quick. We probably won't be on here for very long. So tell me more like of what your thoughts are. What are the things that stood out to you? All right, before we go any further, let me let everybody know there are spoilers. Yeah, so we have to let the gotta let them know. There, if you don't want to, if you don't want to know what's going on, watch the movie, then come listen, come back to the podcast so you can give us your point of view. Yeah, and the funny so, thing about this movie, this movie is available not only in theaters but also in the Peacock app for free right. if you're already a subscriber of Peacock. So, but yeah, go ahead, mm-hmm. give, me, give me your thoughts. Well, it started off crazy, weird, I should say. They're focusing on a on a guy who who's babysitting a kid he's 21 and it's actually a year has a year has passed since the the michael myers incident yeah uh, uh, halloween and halloween kills so it's a year has passed so it's like we're focusing on something else right and to make a long story short this guy is is supposed to be the how do you say it? The, the protege? Well, the protege to Michael Myers. Yeah. Okay. You're talking there about is the, Corey, a, the Corey character played by Rohan yeah. Campbell. Right. Exactly. You know, he he's a good kid, but he had a bad, bad, bad experience where he accidentally killed the child. Mm-hmm. Right. And the whole town turned against him, supposedly making him the, the new boogeyman. You know, well, the, the child killer, you know, and I get it, but it's like, to tell you the truth, I considered it, it was like a waste of time for mm. the movie. I mean, the truth is Michael Myers didn't actually make a first appearance like until like half an hour into the movie. That's right. You know, and we're like, what the hell? So this is a Michael, isn't this Halloween? Yeah. Or, I mean, Michael Myers is the franchise. Okay. Now to introduce someone else to take over the franchise is it's not I I didn't I didn't like that at all. It was that piece of it. So I think what they were trying to do, well, I think it's called the false protagonist. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a, a literary tool where they kind of guide you one way 
Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you have a new protagonist midway through the story. And you're like, what happened to the other guy? The, the same technique was used for the village where, oh. the, where the blind girl ends up being the protagonist midway through the, through the movie. Right, right, right. You know, right, so, right. so uh, this is the same thing. You know, Ron, How- Ron Howard's daughter ends up being the protagonist for the rest of the movie uh, part of the way through. And there was a little bit of that in this where you were getting kind of a false protagonist. But it was weird because I don't feel like it was applied correctly only because mm-hmm. it's Halloween. And the story is always about the boogeyman and the, and the protagonist is always Jamie Lee Curtis's character, Lori. Right. So like you're waiting for these characters to take their roles and they're, they have minor roles in the franchise they help create. Exactly. It was so weird. Cause you're waiting for these people, the, these two characters to kind of take center stage. Meanwhile, we have this Corey character soaking up all the sunlight and taking all the story time. And so it felt really disjointed. It didn't feel like, I I don't know if that's what they were attempting. I don't know if they were trying to go for a false protagonist story or if there was just uh, a confusion in the writing, but it it felt like a mistake because it was not a clear attempt at a false protagonist. Whereas for example, again, the village had a clear end and beginning of the new protagonist. Mm -hmm. so this is confused and then part of the way through like all of a sudden Corey, not to jump ahead but Corey at one point really takes on the role of being the new slasher but then you're Mm -hmm. like what the fuck and then he gets killed and then he's not dead and then he is it's just like what the fuck is going on and then michael myers is in the mix it just it was confusing and i was confused and i Mm -hmm. still I still feel confused. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, it's like jumping up and it's jumping all over the place. For me, that's how I felt. Yeah. You know, okay, you want to introduce a new person into this franchise, but you can't ignore the the two that started it. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, Halloween, you always think Michael Myers, Jamie Lee Curtis. It's always been like that. Yeah. And they and that's why I told, uh, like I said, I like you said, I don't want to jump ahead. Of, but the last 10 minutes, that's what happened. Yeah. Okay. That's what I came to see. You know, if you would have given me another 20 minutes of that, I would have been fine. Mm-hmm. You know, but instead you give me the last 10 minutes of the movie. You know, it's and it's, it's, it's like, I, I hate to tell you this, but I felt like I wasted my time. Really? I, I mean, I, I understand. Fun. I mean, I had fun. Don't get me wrong. There, like I told you, there were some jump scares, and there was, I want to say, there was some logic to this storyline to mm-hmm. to where to get to where we're at now. It's just that it was just uh, for me. Is if I like you said, if I have to think about it, then it's 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 not good. Yeah, I, I think okay. I I like to think about movies. Like for example. When I went to go see Candyman and when I went to go see uh, Black Phone and all those, I enjoyed those movies. I left the theater fully satisfied, but also thinking like, wow, that was a really interesting movie. And I had all my ideas about like what I thought about the movie. And 
but I came out liking the movie. I left this movie theater and I'm like, you know, what did I just fucking see? You're like, I don't, I don't know what I just saw. I don't know what I, I, I still don't get it. You know, like what, right. what the fuck were you trying to do? You know? And I still don't get it. But like here, you know what? Let's talk about some of the things that we might think that might be some of the weaker piece, pieces in the movie. Cause I mean, there were some pieces I liked. Mm-hmm. I found the, the, the idea of the, of the guy who was kind of straddling this, the, the, the line between being good and bad, really interesting. That was really compelling to me. And the romance that he had with Lori's uh, granddaughter, that right. was compelling. Like I thought that was interesting, but it didn't feel like it was this movie. Like it didn't feel mm-hmm. like it should have been this movie. That could have been like a, a whole different movie. Don't call it Halloween. Call it, I don't know. I don't know. Thursday the 12th or something. I don't know. Like, yeah, right. But, but it's not this movie. Uh, it could have been its own horror movie. This is, right. this is something. It, it didn't belong in this movie, I don't think. Uh, and, but, that, but I did find that storyline interesting. I thought that was compelling. Like this kid, you know, the Corey character was, like you said, he accidentally killed a kid in the beginning of the movie, but he was, he got released from jail and now he's trying to just live his life and people won't let him forget that he killed somebody. Right. Mm -hmm. And even though it was an accident, they won't let him live it down. And so they just keep fucking with him. Everybody keeps saying shit to him and and treating him a certain way or like they shy away from him because they're afraid of him. There's all these I, things that are that is happening to this kid. And then he eventually meets Michael Myers and Michael Myers doesn't kill him. He like almost takes him on as an apprentice and mm-hmm. starts teaching him how to kill. And then he doesn't allow him to finish his apprenticeship. He eventually kills Corey, you know, himself. And right. that whole storyline Take a different monster or take a different thing, something not known like Michael Myers, and really take that story. You could take that story and make it something else and and Mm -hmm. let that character finish his apprenticeship and become evil, you know? Right. Instead, they kind of like went halfway and then pulled out. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, you just... I just don't get it, man. <laughs> I, I am so confused. I am so confused. I found that piece of it really compelling, but it doesn't belong in this movie. And the thing is, too, the granddaughter was kind of egging him on. She was like, yeah, let's burn the world. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, it's like, it's two broke. First of all, they're two broken kids. Yes. They're, 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 first of all, they're psychologically messed up in the head. Yeah, for, Allison. For, for whatever Allison, who happens to be the granddaughter of Laurie Stroves, who mm-hmm. actually in the last movie got her ass whooped by Michael Myers and was saved by her mom, just to find out that her mom got killed by Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that messes that would mess up anybody. Okay, the Corey character where he accidentally killed someone and the town is not letting him forget and is not letting him move on, that would mess up anybody. Yeah. You know, and then Lori decides, hey, maybe these two could get together and fix each other in a way. Maybe they can complete each other. And it ends up making the situation worse than what it is. Yeah. 
Okay. And, and at that point, you know, they're just together just to be together. That's how I felt like, it's like, okay, we're both, we're both messed up. We're both fucked up in the head. We should stay together because we complete each other. And, you know, we both love each other. And it's, it's just, it was a little bit like a teenage romance. Like it had yeah. like a little bit of a teenage romance, although these guys were a little too old for that, but they had that really infatuated love relationship. Right. And so they were riding high on that. And the, the daughter, uh, or the granddaughter, Allison was feeling, you know, she, she was, she's a little bit of an empath, right? She's feeling the Corey's sorrow and pain and she's understanding what he's going through. And she, she wants to see him happy, I guess, but also she's feeling anger at the fact that they're treating him a certain way. So yeah. she's like, yeah, she, she kind of almost eggs him on and says, yes, let's burn the world. And so he takes that as instruction to go ahead and kill people. And so he, Go goes, nuts. yeah, he goes nuts and starts fucking murdering people. And I think that's where I kind of feel a little lost because part of what, what you go to the movies for is to kind of live another life, right? You mm -hmm. get to see a story and be, I mean, it's voyeuristic, right? So you're, you're, you're living through what these characters are living through. Exactly. But you have to identify to a character. They have to put a character in front of you that you say, oh, you know what? I, that's how I feel. Or mm -hmm. I understand, I understand this character. I can live in this character's shoes for this hour and a half or whatever. But when you right. do things like this, where you make the characters switch on you, turn evil without much of a explanation, you then become disjointed from the character. You no longer identify with anybody in the movie and you don't understand any of the choices. And so then I, I guess that's what happens to me is it's like, you end up being confused. This is like, exactly. I, I don't know where I belong in this movie. I don't know what I'm watching. I think that's <laughs> part of the issue, you know, because you get the sense in the story that you're supposed to identify with Corey, right? Because mm -hmm. Corey starts off as a, a kid who made a really bad mistake. Right? Exactly. He just right. made a really horrible mistake. We all make mistakes, but you know, and sometimes they haunt us, you know, exactly. Yeah. Which is kind of the case here, but he chose a path that I think not many people in the movie theater would understand. And he went all in on the path that they, they carved out for him. Exactly. They said, you're evil. And he's like, yes, I am. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and you're a killer. Yeah, you need to go ahead. You're, you're a killer. That you know you'll be nothing better than that. You're, you're always going to be scum. Mm. Nobody will ever love you. And saying that type of stuff on a person heavies on them. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and eventually that's going to break that person's back, and they're just going to snap. Yeah, and 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 that's kind of like what happened. Like he mm -hmm. just eventually just kind of snapped. And, and just got tired of, of fighting. Exactly. And, and that's part of what happened there. So mm -hmm. can you, I don't know what you can do about that. You know, like, right. He gave into the dark side. That's kind of like a coward way to go. Mm. Nobody wants to be a coward. 
So I think that's the other problem with this is that the character you're supposed to identify with, he chose evil. And exactly. it's almost like, out of again, like out of cowardice. And it's mm-hmm. just uh, nobody wants to identify with a coward. You know? Well, it's like he gave in. He gave up. Yeah. You know, uh, with, with everything that was stacked against him, it was it, it's a miracle. It took this long. You know? And, you know, once he... When, well, let's take the part where he, he actually meets Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bunch of kids that are picking on him. They fight over the bridge. They knock his ass over. He falls over the bridge. And apparently, Michael Myers has been hiding out in the sewers for the past four years. Mm-hmm. He gets dragged down there. Corey wakes up and sees that he's on the ground. And as he tries to escape, Michael Myers grabs him by the neck through the wall. Mm-hmm. Okay. And apparently that's where Michael Myers decided, I'm going to make this one my apprentice. Because he saw the same evil in his eyes that that person had. Yeah. So he just gave in. Not only did he just give in, he started he started killing on his own. Yeah. yeah you know? But not only that, but he he like brought Michael Myers with him on some of his killings, and oh, he was yeah, like, he and he was like, he was like, show me how to do this, show me right. how to kill him, and he was like, studying the way he was doing things. At least they did one thing, because you know, uh, Michael Myers is a bit of an artist. Oh yeah, <laughs> you, know, he, you know, like the one thing that kind of like he did that was Michael Myers esque. Was he stabbed that one uh, nurse that was sleeping with her boss mm-hmm. at that rich mansion place, right? Right. He took her and basically like was strangling her with one hand and then he stabbed her with the other, but pinned her to the wall with it. And it was mm-hmm. like, and he put her, I think she was stabbed actually on a canvas. A painting, right. Up yeah, on a wall. On yeah. a wall. So I was like, I remember thinking like, I, I guess that's his art. That's his it's that's, art. It's artsy. That's yeah. artsy. Yeah. It's, it's he's, extract. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's, it's a little bit sculpture, a little bit painting, you know, there's blood. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so like, <laughs> so there's a little, you know, there's always been a little like tongue in cheek kind of, you know, funny stuff that he does mm-hmm. with the murders. Right. And that was one thing that was kind of lacking in this movie. There was only one of those. Usually he puts mm. a few, he, he throws, he strings a few of these together where it's just like, whoa, you know? And then like, there was, that was the only one that I remember where he did that. You know, I don't know, man. I, well, he did that in the first movie too. Well, I'm just saying like in this movie, he only had that one. Oh, he only had that one kill. Yeah. yeah. One kill like that. Like that. Yeah. Where it's all kind of like, you know, he basically posed them, you know, mm-hmm. you know, usually he does a, a little bit of that in all the movies and there was only one piece like that i don't know right the, the crazy part too is like in all his other movies he i never had a, a movie where i can i can count the number of kills he did in one hand technically he only killed two people he killed Corey, and he, he killed the well, three and he the cop and the cop he killed the doctor and the nurse the nurse four. he killed four, four. He yeah. killed four people in the entire movie. The cop, what cop? The cop that went down there. Oh, that's right. The cop that went to bully him down there. 
or right. with the bully Corey. He followed Corey down into the sewers and he went in there. That's the other thing too, man. You know, I know it's a horror movie. I know this is like so stereotypical of horror movies, but why must there always be an idiot who doesn't fucking <laughs> like there's like people who live in, who, who live in the inner city who never do shit like that. People no. who know better would never fucking do some of that shit. They would, Call the fucking cops. Like if, right. if if you learn anything from horror movies is like don't go investigate the noise. Hmm? Call the fucking cops. Like call that's for what backup. Call for backup. Call for the cops. Call okay. the fucking police, dude. The police. We need them. We fucking hmm. need the police. And horror movies are evidence of that. Like. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't understand well because that guy was actually an off-duty cop and he went right. down there to be an asshole to to Corey. But this guy went down there. I'm like, if anybody would call the cops or call for backup, it would be a police officer. A police officer. Because the first thing that happened is okay, so let, let's let's paint the story, right? Let's let's paint the right. story. Right. So what? They, he's he's at a restaurant. Corey and and uh, Allison are at a at a fucking restaurant, a diner. They're hanging out and they're talking about the future, right? They 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 want to run away together, and and I don't know, be cycles together, something. I don't know what they're planning, but it's not clear to them. It's not clear to us what they're doing, but they want to run away together and be be in love and be together and be infatuated and all that shit. Mm-hmm. So they're over there, you know, basically exchanging their vows or proclaiming their love. And I, at a fucking diner, right? At a table in a booth. And this uh, one scumbag who's like too old for Allison comes over and in front of the dude, in front of the date that he that she's with, you know, basically asks her out, right? Right. And it's like, come on, man, that's poor taste. You You see the girl is already with a dude. Can't you just assume that maybe she's with him? And so then, of course anybody would be upset maybe he handle it wrong maybe be like hey man come on get out of here man you know she's with me you're good get out of here she's with me shut up right fine i get you get walking all right thank you all right bye you know no he didn't do any of that he didn't handle it cool he got up in this this cop this police officer's face right and and if you know if you know any cops they're always strapped right Mm -hmm. So like why why are you causing trouble? Like what the fuck are you doing? That's like it's stupid at all levels. Like everything that was handled there, it's just stupid. So then this guy gets in and Corey gets in this guy's face. The cop, you know, they have a little bit of a standoff. He backs down because obviously he's not gonna cause trouble in a diner in a public area. So he goes down and sits down with his boys and he's sitting there talking shit with his boys. And in my head, I'm thinking, oh, this guy is gonna you know, beat Corey up later with his homies. No, he doesn't. Mm -hmm. He goes by himself, right? Now, Corey is what? 24? 24. 24. About? 25, because he was like, he was 21 when the accident happened. Okay, so he's 24, 25, right? Mm -hmm. This guy is like late 30s. Yeah. Hollering at a girl who's like also about 25. Like, right. ew, you know, like you're gross, bro. Just find a girl yeah. your own age, yeah. But right. so there's that piece of it, right? But now 
you know, so now this guy wants to go beat up Corey, right? So he drives in his car, like super obvious. I don't see a cop doing that. First of all, a cop wouldn't do that shit. Second, second. Well, we also have to state that he was also drunk. He was also drunk. I still don't think a cop would do that. I, 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 I still don't think yeah. a cop would, would, would do shit like that, even drunk. I, I would oh, like that's to, true. I, I would like to think that a, a good, sensible cop, but you know, then again, this guy was just a bad guy, right? He was mm-hmm. a he was a bad guy who happened to be a cop, but anyway, like so, this guy is is, is driving after uh, this kid, right? And uh, just the fucking writing. So anyway, <laughs> so he's driving after this kid. The kid notices that he's following, right? I think a cop would not do that. I think a cop would not be noticed if he was following you. They're just right. they do this shit for a fucking living. Like, how would this? That doesn't make any sense. They have practice at this. So anyway, so and they get paid to do this. So anyway, so that he's following this kid. He, he gets spotted by this kid as he's following this kid. This kid leads him down into the area under a bridge where Michael Myers basically has been hiding out. And so then the cop is going around looking at all the shit in the area. Right. And he finds a tent. He goes up to the tent, opens the tent and a dead body falls out. And that's where I'm like, all right, you're no longer an asshole in a diner picking, you know, trying to pick up chicks that are too young for you. Now you do what a fucking cop does Mm -hmm. and call your other friend cops. You call for backup. How are you going to do any more at this point than do your job? Like you go in the I would think you would go into cop mode, even if you're off duty. I would think of you like, hold up. There's a dead body here. I'm not doing anything else. I, this asshole kid might have killed this guy. I better call for backup. That's what I would mm-hmm. me as a civilian. If I see a dead body, the first thing I'm going to do is run my ass out of there. And second, call the fucking cops. Exactly. It drives me fucking bananas when I watch one of these fucking movies and they don't fucking do what a fucking person should do. And that's call the police. <laughs> Call the police. <laughs> Call the fucking police. You guys don't understand? Holy shit. Like, uh, you know, you and I lived in a fucked up neighborhood, man. Oh, yeah. What we call we a cop do? just for, we call a cop if somebody was stomping upstairs. Dude. You know? Yes. Yes. The music's you know? too loud. I call the cops. You know? Yep. The fucking, you know, the, the <laughs> you know, somebody just scraped my car. Call the cops. You know, this, mm. this guy, he bumped my bumper. He dented my bumper. We call the cops. The car accident, you call the cops. Anything, you call the cops. You hear a noise. Fucking these guys in these movies. I'm going to go check it out. <laughs> you, know, you, you, you know what it is? You know what it is? Because they have that flashlight, that mag light. They think they can do anything, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Brightest flashlight in the world. It's like a baton and they think they're super cops, bro. I swear to God. Yeah, nobody, nobody up in the hood carries one of them things. No. Uh, I guess they, yeah, or if they do, they get in trouble. But I just I just it just drives me nuts, man. That kind of pe- that that shit right there. I'd like I'm I saw the dead body. I'm like, okay, this is where you call the cops. You know? Mm-hmm. You call the cops. Then, you know, while you're sitting there waiting for the cops to show up, then Michael Meyer kills you. Right. And so then right. the cop shows up and then Mike and then Michael Myers is on the run 
with all these cops after him. And Michael Myers is picking people off like in the forest or something piece by piece. Right. Yeah. No, that's not that what made a better scene. That would have yeah. been a better, better it, part of the movie. It would have made more sense. No. What happens? He sees a dead body and he's like, put a pin in that. I'll be right back. And he just yeah. leaves the dead body. <laughs> and then he hears a noise in the sewer. Then he goes well, in he the sewer. The, well, he sees a guy run in there, but he hears him laughing. Yeah. Yeah, you see, you know, no, bro. That would have been for me. I'd be like, no, I'm calling the cops. Fuck yeah, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. That's part two. That's where I would have been like, oh fuck no, crazy kid mm-hmm. just ran into a fucking a sewer. There's rats in the sewer. There's shit in the sewer. I don't like getting dirty. There's no way you catch me in a fucking sewer chasing after some giggly psycho kid. Fuck no. And this is, <laughs> granted, this guy's a cop. You know, he's got, you know, superhero stuff going on in his head. He's going to run in there because that's what cops do. Right. They go Mm -hmm. into the scary places and get the bad guys. But you just saw a dead body and Mm -hmm. the kid that might have something to do with it just ran into a sewer. Nah, bro. Call the cops. Call the cops. Get some dogs. You go into the sewer with the dogs. The dogs will fucking fucking, you know, just find the guy and tear them to pieces no exactly what do you do you like i'm gonna go in there and get them ah dude dude like I was a moron like, ah that stuff drives me nuts you know like mm-hmm. so he goes in there and of course what happens he gets murdered right like yeah. michael myers finds him and he fucking well let's 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 analyze that okay let's analyze that little that little fight scene there uh-huh. okay first the cop goes down there. He looks for Corey. He finds Corey. Corey jumps him. But then all of a sudden, Michael just comes out of nowhere and like is ready to choke slam this dude. Now, I don't know what his age is or anything like that. But in the last movie, Michael Myers killed two hordes of people. The fire department people, he killed them all. Okay. Then he killed the mob that beat him up. Yeah. Okay. And this one, the twenty-one year, the twenty-four year old, knocked his ass to the ground. Yeah. And you know he's he, he's holding his hand like he's he's crippled, and it says he knocks down Corey knocks down the police officer and holds him down, and says, "Show me." Yeah. So Michael walks toward the wall. Now, bear in mind, this dude. Let's say he's in. 60s mm-hmm. right Michael grabs a knife off the wall and starts stabbing him and for every stab he gives this cop it feels like he's gaining back his power because he's shaking and he starts straightening up, straightening up his back and he's he's his old self again yeah yeah he kind of he, he kind of like Goku powered himself up yeah, you know, and I was like, what? And it's like, well, we came to the assumption that when he kills, he gets powers. So I was like, okay, let's let's roll with it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so he, that was his like first initial kill in the movie. That we want to say. I think so. All right. His, that was Michael Myers' first initial kill. Okay. So from then on, every kill he did after that, 
he gained a little bit more power or, or whatever, you know. But like at one point, Corey took away what he needed. He said he wanted the mask. Yeah. So so he he went down there, fought with Michael Myers. Now, how many times have we seen Michael Myers grab one dude by one one with one hand and start throwing him across the room? Yeah. Okay. This one, no, he's struggling. Finally, he knocked Corey knocks him on the ground, rips off his mask, and Michael's on the floor. Like, where the fuck is this happening? Mm-hmm. You know, at that point, I made the decision. I am old. Okay, and if I'm old, Michael Myers older. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, Jesus, it's like it's, they made him make they made him so weak. Yeah, you know, I was like, Jesus, you know. I used to be scared of you. Now I'm like, I could probably outrun you. You know? <laughs> <laughs> My thing is, okay, the, I understand age is a factor. I don't know. It, it just seemed weird to see him like that. You know? Like, he was like, I'm rooting. Actually, I'm rooting for Michael Myers. Like, don't, don't do it, Michael. Come on, Michael. Don't do it. <laughs> I, was, I was like, man, I feel you, Michael. My, yeah, knees, you know, right? my knees aren't the same, man. My back ain't ain't the same, brother. I feel you, man. Can't yeah, mm-hmm. just uh, you can't do all the old stuff that you used to. These young bucks, Whoa. they knock us, they knock us over easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, I was like, I was like, that was one of the scenes that really like, okay, maybe age is a factor, you know, from there. That explains why they're thinking about. Oh, he needs a new. There's somebody else that can fill his role, you know? And, you know, I was like, okay, let's just, let's just go on, continue. So now the kid now has a mask. Now he thinks he's Michael Myers and he goes, he kills the, the, the four kids that were bugging him mm-hmm. throughout the movie. He kills all four of those. Um, one of the kid kills is, I want to say his stepdad. Yeah. I want to say his stepdad. Yeah. Because they were trying oh. to shoot him. Right. And then, which was crazy because, you know, he did the Michael Meyer thing where he would disappear. Yeah. You know, next thing you know, he's behind you and doing some crazy. I mean, he did some Michael Meyer kills. He did. He, he, he didn't was, stop. He was looking like he was going to be the new Michael Myers, too, because, like, yeah. you know, you know how Michael Myers sits up when he falls over. Like, yeah. you know, he's just laying there and then all of a sudden he just, bang, you know, he just sits right. up, straight up. Like back straight and everything, all weird. And so he did that when he fell off the radio station. Remember when he was like hanging out with that girl at the top of the Oh, he sure did. He landed on the ground and then he just sat up just like Michael Myers. And I was like, oh, look at that. He's got he's got a little bit of that creepiness shit going, you know? (laughs) And so they were really propping him up like he was gonna be the next Michael Myers. And then they like changed their mind. It didn't feel like it was like, oh, we're ending the series. Like we were leading you to believe that there would be a new Michael Myers. Right. But no, we're ending this. This is just a false lead. This is really the end. And it didn't feel like that because it felt confused. Because it right. it, it didn't feel like they, they actually went in that direction. It just It just feels like it was a mistake, but anyway, yeah. Right. So like, yeah, he was doing all the Michael Myers stuff. So let's talk about the ending mm-hmm. where, um, Lori 
is upset because her granddaughter's leaving. So she decides that she is going to end her life. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not only that, while this is going on with her, Corey, who is the new uh, boogeyman, goes on the killing spring and kills the four kids, the radio DJ, and then heads over to her place to kill her mm-hmm. so that he can leave with the granddaughter and not look back. Okay. So, you know, Lori, he gets, she gets a gun. She loads it up. She's about to kill herself. She walks away from the door. At this point, I did not know this guy was already in the house. She did, though. She did. Yeah. She did. So she walks behind the door and shoots herself. Apparently. Not true. He opens up the door a little bit and sees there's a pumpkin on the ground. Opens up the door more, and there she is with the gun in his face saying, do you honestly think I would kill myself? Shoots him twice in the shoulder. He falls over, falls on the ground, and he's like in pain. Okay? She comes down, shoots the gun, what, three more times? Something like that. Yeah, three, three, empties, em- empties out the gun, throws it on the ground, and says, says if you're going to kill me, kill me you know Mm -hmm. at that time the granddaughter comes back and he hears the car because throughout the entire movie you hear her muffler (laughs) is hitting the street so you know it's her he starts laughing and proclaims saying that if i can't have her and out of the fucking blue he stabs himself in the neck yeah like what? What yeah. you just what? Yeah. Like are you what that dude is crazy. Yeah. Stabs himself in the neck. Lori runs and calls him. You dumb son of a bitch. Tries to pull the knife out. Okay, first of all, you gonna best leave that shit in there. Yeah. You know, wait till someone who knows what the fuck they're doing pull it out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> At that moment, she pulls the knife off of him. She's covered in her hand and knife are covered in fucking blood. Mm-hmm. The granddaughter comes in and sees her, her grandmother with a knife in her hand with the boyfriend on the ground. She starts yelling hysterical. What did you do? What did you do? Lori can't even explain what happened. The granddaughter runs away. Lori, she's laying on the ground. She looks, she grabs her gun make sure it's empty and she looks to her right sees that the back door is open you know mm-hmm. this is the part where i'm like hey this is starting to get familiar here yeah okay you see the mask on the ground and you see a hand grab for it and at the same time Corey somehow miraculous is still alive okay he's trying to make sure he doesn't grab the knife and Michael Myers is on top of him and snaps his neck. So there goes his protege. Yeah. He says, if you're going to do it, do it. We got to do something, do it yourself. And that's literally what he tried to do. That's, okay. That's the part that confused the shit out of me. Cause I was just like, I thought yeah. you were teaching this kid. Right. Yeah. Right. And now he's dead. <laughs> He called him a quitter because he stabbed himself in the neck. That's probably what happened. 
Well, obviously, he was probably pissed off, right? Exactly. Yeah. He's just you call like, yourself a killer? You can't even kill yourself. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so at that moment, Lori starts going into her survivor mode. Now, let's let's say something. Let me let me before let me before we continue. Let me clear something up. Mm-hmm. At this point, the Lori that we know from part one and Halloween kills is nothing like what she is now. Yeah. Okay. She was an alcoholic survivalist who was fast who was f- focused on Michael Myers not getting out. Yeah. Okay. And this one, she she went to AA meetings. She stopped being a survivalist. She now lives with her granddaughter. She's being the grandma, pretty much. Okay. She's baking pies. She's doing this. She's doing that. She's sewing again. She's writing a book about her survival. You know, and when Michael Myers comes back into the house, into her new house, my fault, she she snaps and goes back to the survivor mode. Starts hiding, sets up traps. The first trap I ever saw was the microwave. That was just to signal him away. Yeah. She goes at him with a fire extinguisher and starts beating the shit out of him. You know, but then Michael Myers goes into fucking freak mode and starts throwing her around like she's a rag doll. Yeah. You know, I'm like, yeah, that's what I want to see. Not that I'm into women violence, but Killer, you know, get it over with, you yeah. know? So it comes to the point where um, she gets the upper hand. Yeah. And she stabs him. Stabs him in, the, in his hand and pins, pins one of his hands on the, on the countertop, right? She pins the other one, drops a refrigerator on him, which we had a discussion about that because that's you know there's physics involved in that one. So it's <laughs> <laughs> one of his legs. Okay. She takes off his mask, right? And at that point, she slits his throat. Yeah. Okay. And he he literally reaches and grabs her by her neck mm-hmm. and is choking her. Now, first of all, your hand is stabbed. So that hand is no longer vital. But he just ripped through that knife like nothing. Well, he had both hands stabbed, right. uh, stuck to the table at one point. And so right. he ripped one hand off of the table through the knife. So like his the knife ran right out the fingers. And just yeah. that's what that's the hand he grabbed her with. And then that's when Lori's granddaughter, Allison, shows up and breaks that arm. And they finish him off right. by, by slitting the the wrist. The wrist down the center. Right. Instead of across. And yeah, and then he just bleeds to death. And I'm like, he can bleed to death. I mm-hmm. I thought I I mean he's been burned. He's been chopped up a few times. Mm-hmm. And he's, I'm sure he's been stabbed and all kinds of stuff and shot at. And mm-hmm. now he's gonna bleed to death. Well, in the last movie, he's he's missing like two fingers from one hand because they blew him off. Oh, I don't remember. So he had like this is what he had. He had like a nub for a hand. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, well, another thing too, like all that stuff that that we notice that we know about Michael Myers is that the first movie is the only movie that counts. Hmm. 
Yeah. Okay. Because part two, part three, part four, part five, six, and so on do not exist. That never happened. Well, I mean, but yeah, in terms in the of movie the storyline, in this, in this, right, in, this yeah. so, in this storyline, they went with the original movie, and that's where the new Halloween started. It takes place after that. He's been locked up for forty years. Mm-hmm something like that. And it's crazy. So, you know, the police show up, right. And they go and they find Michael Myers on the table, bleeding, bled to death. And the grandmother and the daughter, the granddaughter are standing there. And then the police officer says, she goes, what's wrong? Is it Michael Myers? She goes, Michael Myers dead. And they, Preside to parade him around. Yeah. You know, it's it's crazy. Like to show everybody that the boogeyman is dead. Yeah. They wanted they wanted to kind of keep the I, I mean I understood this part, it's weird, but I understood yeah. this part where it's just like they wanted to show the town that the boogeyman is dead so that they can begin to live normal lives. Exactly. So they don't have to be afraid of something popping out at them. Because they took care of the the new boogeyman, the new boogeyman is dead, and now the right. old boogeyman is going to get taken care of as well. So like, yeah, they, exactly. they they all like I guess they got on Twitter or something and then told everybody <laughs> and everybody shared it and told it. Not yet. You know, hey, we got Michael Myers here. We got Michael Myers. Yeah, let's you know we're gonna parade him down the street and then we're gonna go you know get rid of him. You know. Now okay, let's talk about that. The parade or, okay. the, or the, them getting the, rid of them? The way they got rid of them. So they go to okay. the junkyard, right? And they go to the junkyard right. and they put them in that giant shredder. They put them in an industrial size metal grinder. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, at this point, Lori's over him. I was, a, I was under the impression he's going to move and grab her and pull her in. Yeah. And that would have been the end of it all. Yeah. Right, but no, you know, she pushes him into a metal grinder, a grinder that can grind a fucking full car. Yeah. Okay. And the you fucked up part this, is you know this because you work in a junkyard. Right, I do. I do. And I you know what so, this stuff what this stuff can do. Right. That's why I'm like 12 feet away when that thing is on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she was hanging out like right on top of that thing. Yeah, she was like right where they tip it into the grinder. Fuck that. Okay. No, yeah, you're right. Fuck that. I'm I'm like with a with a stick. And if it grabs a stick, bye bye stick. I'm not gonna fight you. <laughs> yeah. Bye. I'll, I'll give me another stick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bye. You know, fuck that. You know, fuck and, that. Yeah. You know, and then they show you. Okay, this is the part about. Okay, this is one thing about this movie that really, really um freaked me out. Some of the murder scenes were really graphic. Mm-hmm. Okay, like they actually showed the grinder grinding Michael Myers. It was very graphic. It was very freaking graphic. They grind up the body, and now it's over, right? So yeah. now the girl Allison leaves the town. Exactly. Um, she finds a new place to live. She says she's gonna leave this thing behind. Uh, Lori finishes her book, mm-hmm. and then possibly will run away with that cop character to Japan. 
right. who and I didn't understand that, but the cop who's uh played by Will Padden, uh his name is Frank. She's right. gonna go, I guess they have like a little bit of a romantic connection in the beginning of the movie, and now they kind of paid it off at the end. And so there's right. talk of the about them, you know, uh globe trotting maybe and and seeing cherry blossoms. Yeah, exactly. That's all nice and fine, but uh, you know, it's uh, it wasn't a very strong ending. Um, but the the issue, I think, the biggest issue, and this is the issue that Rick Gabble brought up, and which you kind of hinted at. Right. Lori had all these crazy fucking survival skills. Right. She she had. When and this was when Michael Myers was in jail. She was in jail, and when Michael Myers was in jail, and I, I think like two movies ago, right? She had all these crazy skills. She knew how to handle guns. She booby trapped the shit out of a house. She mm-hmm. had all this shit going on. Dude was in jail. At this point in this movie, in the beginning of this movie, Michael Myers was out on the loose. It hasn't been seen for four for four years, but people suspected that he was out there killing people, right? They just mm-hmm. haven't been able to catch him. And Lori has none of this shit going on. She hasn't booby trapped the house. She doesn't have like a trap door. She doesn't have a way to like set the house on fire. There's no spikes flying anywhere. There's no nothing, nothing, no Kung Fu, no nothing, nothing. Barely <laughs> done. She <laughs> has like a little not revolver, even, you know, she not had, even a dog, <laughs> not even a fucking dog, dude. You know, I don't like dogs, yeah. but if I was afraid of some like boogeyman coming after me, dogs. I'm getting dogs like a motherfucker. <laughs> you know, and I'll get I'll get the biggest, scariest dogs too. I'll give me a couple Rottweilers, fucking pit bull, you know, yeah. and, and uh, I'm gonna make them love meat. I'm gonna make them all love meat, and then when the bad guys show up, they're just going, you know, no. No, <laughs> not a dog, not a chihuahua, not a parrot, yeah. nothing, no self-defense, anything, just a revolver. No. Nothing, nothing. Nothing. I was like, what the fuck? I'd be going to jujitsu classes at that age. I don't care how old she is. She could be 80 years old. I'd be signed up for jujitsu. I'd be signing up the granddaughter for jujitsu. The granddaughter <laughs> would be a black belt by the time this movie would have happened. I think she was because she broke that dude's arm pretty easy. Well, yeah, right. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe she, maybe she is a natural. Who knows? But yeah. if it were up to me, like in my house, in my house, we don't even have to worry about fucking Michael Myers or nothing. But I'm saying, I told my kids, I said, you guys, because my kids are like, when can we stop doing jujitsu, right? Because every now and then they want to, they'd rather play a video game or watch a movie or mm-hmm. hang out with their friends than than to go to jujitsu. And I said. I said, you can stop doing jujitsu when you have a black belt. When can I have a black belt? I think you can get a black belt earliest age. I think is 19 or 20. And she's like, I got to wait till 20. Yes. Then you can stop. But I'm going to go to college and all that. And I may not even be out. That's fine. You're still going to go to jujitsu. You're going to find a school out there, wherever you're at. And you're going to practice jujitsu. And then when you have your black belt, then you can stop. That's would be that would be my rule if I were Lori. I'd be like, "Fuck this nursing shit. You're gonna go to jujitsu three times a day, you know, and uh, that's what you're gonna do, you know, because Michael Myers might show up. You're gonna take some MMA classes. You're gonna take some boxing. You're gonna think you're gonna learn some stick fighting. You're gonna learn some some you know, like fucking use some knives and stuff. You're gonna go to a Filipino guy and he's gonna teach you how to fucking do Filipino stick fighting. You're gonna be a well-rounded 
master of martial arts. Like, like there's no, it makes no fucking sense to me that someone with this kind of trauma mm -hmm. would not be super prepared and have the rest of the family be super prepared. Like I'm not, I don't even have that trauma. I don't even have that experience. And I'm, I'm putting my kids through that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like it drives me nuts. I think I had a, I had a jujitsu podcast uh, a while ago and I was talking to the black belt. I don't know if it was, I, I think it was afterwards, but there was, or during the show we talked and there was like, you know, people show up to his school and they're like, well, my daughter is starting college next month. I want to, you know, put her through some self-defense classes and dude's like, well, how old is she? She's like 18. she's like, you should have started 18 years ago. You should have started 15 years ago with the self-defense classes. She's not going to get anything out of a month. You know, mm. it, this is ridiculous. Cause I mean, she's living with fear. Mm -hmm. There's this monster out there that's, that's set on killing her. She's living in fear, right? She, she should be right. She's freaking out. Right. Okay. All the time, probably living with like PTSD and all this stuff. How right. is she not, how is her mind not go out in, in a sense and, and like fucking make that place a fucking. And that's, a that's the thing I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand. Okay. I understand that oh, he only does this on Halloween. He doesn't kill any other day, but that day. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah that's the whole point I, of Halloween. Oh, I thought he killed all the time. No, only on Halloween. Nice. Okay, and all his movies, and all every every kill he's done has happened on Halloween. But is that coincidence, or is that because he kills on Halloween? No, he kills on Halloween. He he, that's the only day. Like, in the other movies too, where I think it was five and six, and on five, on six, he got they in part five they killed they supposedly he they killed him and he got caught in the blast and he. He got swept in, the, in a river and some guy found him. And for like a full year, he did not move until it was like the eve before Halloween. Interesting. He killed the guy that, <laughs> that saved him. <laughs> and, he, and, he, um, and he went on his killing spring like nothing. Oh, dude. But always on Halloween, he kills. Mm -hmm. So I, like every other day, she's fine. Just Halloween. If it were me, I'm out of town. Fuck yeah. that. You know, you got to find me. Okay. <laughs> right. That's the other thing, right? Okay. So now we know he always kills on Halloween. Right. Go someplace where there's no Halloween. Like yeah. Halloween only really exists in the United States, you know, or the Americas, I guess. Uh -huh. Go to fucking Spain. Go to, go to France. Go to France. <laughs> go to Japan. <laughs> go to Korea. Go, go someplace where that shit does not exist. Go where there's no <laughs> Halloween land. Go there. Right. You Go know, there. I don't think I, I don't think any other place celebrates Halloween. I think it's just a purely American thing. So like just anywhere else other than the Americas. Right. Or be on the road. Just make sure you're not <laughs> trying to last out the day. That's yeah, it. 24 exactly. hours. 24, 24 hours. hours. Yep. Just last out the day. You see, okay. then then the whole not not having any kind of preparation makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. This is like, oh well, you know, it's oh it's Halloween. Ah, it's time to take that trip to uh, to France. What part of France mm -hmm. do you want to go to? You want to go to Paris? Okay, let's go to Paris. Let's go to Paris. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Like, 
<laughs> Come back two days later. It's like, see, I knew he wasn't gonna get me. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, I'm, well, what's Michael Myers? There's no way Michael Myers is gonna get past fucking the the the, the fucking security at fucking an airport. Oh, trust me. If he went on that plane, he's on that plane. He's like, it's Halloween somewhere in the U.S. <laughs> there is no way Michael Myers is getting on a fucking plane and not getting noticed. Oh, come on. I, I well, say Michael Myers doesn't know how to buy a plane ticket. No, no, no. But he can he can get on the same plane she's on. No, he can't get on. You can't yeah. get security. Who, he what can't. makes you think he's actually going to go through? He's going to probably walk through the freaking launch pad. Kill the luggage guys, sneak out into the luggage of the plane, wait till the plane is airborne, then kill everybody on the plane, kill her. There's no way he'd get on an airplane. <laughs> Michael Myers. Think like, about it. Think about it. Dude, this is a better movie right here we're talking about than the fucking <laughs> Instead movie. Of snakes, on the, snakes on the plane. Michael, Michael Myers, Myers on the plane. On the plane. <laughs> Halloween on a plane. That's Halloween on a plane. That's yeah, how this motherfucker should have ended. You know how that, that that's how this motherfucker should have ended. They fucking mm-hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis in an airplane, and then they fucking had Duke it out. Michael Myers kills everybody on the fucking plane. And then the plane, then Jamie Lee Curtis breaks into the fucking cockpit and decides to fucking bury that plane in the Bermuda Triangle. Boom. End of story. No more Michael Myers. He's in a different dimension now if the motherfucker yeah. survives that shit. Because I don't know. There's a portal there and fucking in the Bermuda Triangle there. He's done. He's not coming yeah. back. That motherfucker can't swim. And he's in a different dimension. They probably flew through a portal. He's in another world. He's killing. Well, we're not, we're not even sure if he can swim or not because, you know, he's been locked up for so many years, but that motherfucker can drive a car. Yeah, okay. but he's not going to be able to. There's no submarine. There's nothing he can do. He's going to be underwater. <laughs> he's dead. This guy yeah. is. That's how you end this mother. That's how they should have. This this right here, this bullshit we're talking right here, better movie than that shit. Because <laughs> I'd rather be sitting here arguing about like Michael Myers can't sneak out on an airplane than being like, oh, the fucking cop didn't call the fucking other cops and he should know better because he's a cop and he knows how this shit works. Like, like I I don't like that I had that 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 uh, little monologue there. I shouldn't have to have it. I have it every single time we watch one of these fucking movies. Like, why did people do stupid shit? We go, well, I guess right. in real life people do stupid shit. But that doesn't make any fuck. I don't like having I'd rather it's much more fun to sit here and be like, well, Michael Myers can't get past airport security. (laughs) (laughs) There's no way Michael Myers got past airport security. But you see how he did it. He packed himself into a suitcase and then he got into the fucking luggage rack. Like, Like all that shit, as preposterous as it is, much more interesting than Michael Myers living in the sewer, living off of rats. Mm. Just much more interesting. A lot more fun. And there would be a ton more people dying. You know? Yeah. You know? At least, four, at, least four, at least four, six of them. Yeah. yeah. Fuck <laughs> it. You know what? They should have done this. You know how that guy, that cop was always like, you know, uh, I forgot his name already. Uh, the Frank, you know how he's always, yeah. you know, talking to Lori, saying we should go to Japan and stuff. They should have mm-hmm. just took it from there. They got on their airplane and they're flying to Japan on Halloween. Michael Myers gets on the fucking airplane and Frank and Lori have to fight off um, uh, Michael Myers on the airplane. Michael Myers is stabbing and slashing people. There's blood all over the fucking place. A hundred people, 200 people dying on the fucking airplane. 
it's a double decker airplane because they're flying international. So he's yeah. up on the first floor. He's down on the second floor. He's killing people in the first class. He's killing people in coach. He's killing everybody. He doesn't discriminate. He doesn't care how much you paid for your fucking ticket. You're dying. You're fucking dying. And then you're my way. I'm killing you. Yeah. You're on this plane. You're fucking dead. And then fucking Jamie Lee Curtis breaks into the cockpit, flies that motherfucker into the Bermuda Triangle, buries that motherfucker in the ocean, and then it's done. Then that's the end. She wakes up on a deserted island and everything, <laughs> and then she gets up. She thinks she's finally free. And Michael Myers is standing in the background. Yeah. <laughs> now we're in a lost episode with Michael Myers. <laughs> lost. Yeah. Nah, dude. Nah, dude. Like Michael Myers on an airplane. I don't know if they ever did that, but they should have. They should. <laughs> Why not? My Jason was on a boat. Yeah. Oh, he was on a spaceship. On a spaceship, right? Yeah, right. To Earth Two or some yeah. stupid shit. <laughs> he was like cybernetic and shit. Yeah. You know? Like, oh, God. like all the turns and twists that you could have taken. No, no. What happens? No, I'm gonna fucking go live where fucking Michael Myers lives, <laughs> and 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 wonder why life sucks. Like what? No, go with fucking go with that with that cop guy, Frank. Go with Frank <laughs> to Japan. Try to get away, live life, right? Mm -hmm. And then and then asshole Michael Myers gets on the plane, tries to kill you. Yes, snakes on the plane. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. That's what it is. And then um, and then you should have fucking Samuel L. Jackson do a cameo. Yeah, and he gets killed right away. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> no, hey, no, it no. happened. It happened in Deep Blue Sea. Well, he's got to he's got to he's got to say something fucking awesome, though. First, he's yeah, like this motherfucking plane with this motherfucking killer, Michael Myers, mm -hmm. you know, MF this, MF that, all that shit. Mm -hmm. Michael Myers is a bitch. And then he stabs him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what he did on fucking on Deep Blue Sea. You stuck. I'm not going to die here. And the shark just jumped and grabbed him. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's he says something like, "I'm not dying on this motherfucking plane." <laughs> yeah, no, dude, that would have been hilarious. He gets stabbed in the head while he's saying, "It would have been awesome." <laughs> it would have been awesome, but no, they, we couldn't do any of that. We couldn't have any. We, we instead we got like this weird emo story. I just ah, uh, what emo love? That's what it was. Ugh. It was weird, bro. It was weird. It was weird. I'm so confused. I still don't understand what happened. It's not a good movie. <sighs> I'm sad. I'm sad, and and I feel bad for 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 the fans that love yeah. Halloween. You know, like this should have been a dope movie. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I I think I think an exercise like all the fans should just be out there and saying, I could have made a better movie. Here's my idea. Boom. Like, just put that shit out there and fucking Instagram and Twitter and just be like, like now, here's, here's my better movie pitch. Aliens. <laughs> yeah. Michael Myers versus aliens. Michael Myers land. They abduct Michael Myers and he's fighting the Ewoks or some shit. <laughs> a bunch of grays take them and they fucking probe them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's see how that goes for the aliens. Oh yeah. You and I'm talking about somewhere. like I'm talking about like juiced up fucking awesome Michael Myers, not this not this this uh rundown old beat up Michael Myers. Michael Myers I feel sorry for, the Michael Myers I feel akin with, you know, I'd be like, "Oh, dude, I feel your bones." You, I would I would deal with the Michael Myers from Kill. Give yeah. me that Michael Myers. That guy was badass. 
I mean, he he walked out like with a pair of balls. Yeah. Like the whole fire department was out there with axes and saws and hoses and <laughs> all he had was a all he had was a life bar. Yeah. I'm about to fuck you all up with this. Yeah. <laughs> he did, dude. He jacked them all up good. Oh, dude, all of them. Yeah. Like, that, first of all, you're a firefighter. You should be built as a motherfucker. Yeah. You know, and this guy in his fucking sixties and just fuck the daylights out of all of you. <laughs> kills. This movie makes kills look really, really good. Yeah. Only because kills has a ton of kills. Exactly. Like but a ton of them. You're not. You're not. You're not taking away from Michael Myers or or Laurie Strobes. Hmm. See, they're they're still the main focus of this story. This one here, the focus is here, 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 here. Oh, oh, yeah, right. The name of the movie is Halloween. Yeah, let's go back to him. Yeah. You know, and it's like, come on, guy. You know, I'm it, not gonna lie. I the, the to tell you the truth, the last 10 minutes of the movie is what I wanted to see throughout the entire movie. Yeah. Okay. The struggle between her and him. And then yeah. Like like when King Kong, when we watch King Kong versus Godzilla, motherfucker, I want to see a winner. Yeah. Okay. My, this corner, Lori. This corner, Michael. Let's get it on. You know. Yeah. Finish it. Yeah. Give me a winner. Yeah. That's what I wanted throughout the entire movie. Them going at each other. I'm gonna hit you with a car. I'm gonna choke slam your ass to a table. Yeah. You know, and shit like that. Getting nothing. Nada. Nada. You know, and that's what upsets me the most, you know, because I grew up watching these movies and, you know, I'm a big horror fan. And I know Rick Gow was a big, big, big fan mm-hmm. of Halloween. And for him to say he was disappointed, that speaks for all of us. Every true fan of the franchise. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's it's um, I think that's the part that was that, that's why this movie dragged. There was yeah. any kills. The kills didn't start happening until like the third, uh, uh, you know, like in the last third of the movie. Yeah. There was a lot of like uh, emo, emotional nonsense. Uh, the, no teen drama. Yeah. Teen drama stuff with like adults. You know, it's right. it was just like, what? And then uh, no kills. It was just very little like kills had much like this. The. the Kills was weird too, mm-hmm. but it was fun. You know, right? This one was a uh, you know, Rick was bored, right? Oh like, yeah. But yeah, I, I looked over there a couple times and it was like he just had his arms. He looked like he was pouting, dude. Like he was, yeah, he was. He looked uncomfortable, man. And then like yeah. there was other problems with the theater that we sat in, and right. the the sound was bad. And then there was like. A, like a bunch of people in front of us talking the whole time. And it was, um, the, I mean, I I don't mind the talking is the echoing that bugged me. The echoing of the sound system. For yeah. The that, that was like, it sounded like it was not muffled, but like, like you said, like echoing. Yeah. You know? And I was like, it's like, no, it's like you were talking through a tin can. It the, you know? There was a, one of the speakers was out of sync or something like something happened. Something like- yeah. Then the sound was off in that theater. But yeah, but even, even that didn't save this movie. Okay, no, <laughs> okay. So, um, uh, let's wrap this up, man. What yeah. final takeaways? 
you you okay. recommend this movie? Should you go watch it? Should you watch it on Pe- a Peacock? Do you do you recommend this movie? Um, to a true Halloween fan, I recommend that you watch it just to get an ending. Mm. Nothing more. Don't take anything out of this movie. Don't try to find any logic. Don't try to find any of the the horror the, the horror cult classic following that we had for Halloween. Don't expect that in this movie. Just watch it so you can get an ending and be happy. Well, somewhat happy. Somewhat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, am I? Uh, I'm gonna say something similar. Pretty much like I'm sure. I'm not going to be able to stop you to go see it if you're a Halloween fan. But if you already have Peacock, just watch it at home. Yeah, exactly. Just watch it at home. Save your time. Save your money. You're not going to be. I I don't think you would be satisfied because there isn't a lot of kills. And you barely see Jason in it. Jason. It's not Jason. Michael Myers. You barely see Michael (laughs) Myers in it. Jesus Christ. You know, so like you don't have a lot of kills. You barely see Michael Myers in it. And there's a lot of like teenage emo stuff with adults. And mm. it's, just, uh, it's weird. It's a weird movie. Yeah. Um, so like I know I'm not going to stop those Halloween fans. Just watch it at home. Yeah, yeah. yeah pretty much. If I mean, I, I will say the only reason I enjoyed this movie is because I like going to see movies with you. And I like going to go see movies with Rick Gavel, and I got to see it with both of you guys. So like, right. I got to see movies with my friends, and uh, I dug that, you know, because uh, I don't get to do that much. <laughs> so that part of it I enjoyed. I want to keep seeing movies with you guys. We got to do it again with something else soon. But also, right. like, um, there were some movies on the trailers that we were pretty much yeah. looking into. There was some menu. The menu. The menu. I was more interested in that one where the girl is a doll or whatever. They're, they oh, have this... Megan. Megan, yes. Megan, yeah. This, she's an android. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That looked interesting. I, I, I thought you would run away from that one, you know, do the experience with you and dolls. And just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know. Uh, maybe I'll get some liquid courage and go go watch it. Uh, but yeah, I, I uh, yeah, I'm I'm not a fan of dolls. But uh, that movie looks cool. It does. It does. It looks really good. Yeah. Um, we we need to make plans for Wakanda Forever. Wakanda Forever. Well, it's yeah. you and, and me and uh, and Lechuga, right? Right. We're doing uh, I might I might go see it with uh, I might go see it with you guys, and then I might go see it with uh, Fredo and another friend of mine. But we'll see. Oh. That movie is going to be awesome. I oh. I hope. But anyway, man, uh, so uh, thanks so much, bro. Uh, and I know we, we did this last minute. But, That's fine, uh, bro. Yeah, I appreciate you, man. Thanks mm-hmm. so much. No problem. All right, so this is Edgar Otraves uh, with my co-host, Cousin Primo. We will catch you next time. Next time, brothers and sisters. Later. Later. The music you're listening to is titled Du Jour by Blue Steel. You can find that over at Epidemic Sound. 
Now, for those of you who don't know, Epidemic Sound is a service that provides royalty-free music for a low monthly cost. If you're a content creator like myself, you're always looking for new ways to punch up your content, and Epidemic Sound is the way to go. So if you head on over to Epidemic Sound, make sure you use my referral link in the description so that you know that I sent you. Uh, Halloween Ends is uh, not the strongest movie. I'm still a little confused about it, and if I have to think about it that much and not know that whether or not I like it, so it's probably I don't like this movie. Also, if you're curious, there is a petition going around to redo the movie, so I don't know to what extent, but, you know, we'll see what they do. Anyway, I try to keep this one nice and tight and short, only because I don't want to linger on the negativity too much. I just wanted to say my piece on it and move on. If you haven't yet, make sure you visit our website, theflowrollpodcast.com. There I'll have a complete catalog of all our episodes and a store where you can purchase some merchandise and support the podcast. Also, don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, and share wherever you get your podcasts at and press all the buttons that make the podcast God's happy. Thank you so much for listening. This is Ego Travez. We will catch you next time. Behave yourselves. Laters. Laters.